0: A man become preeminent, he is expected to have enthusiasms. 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 What am mine? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? James! <laughs> music,
1: Hey folks, welcome back to the Pro Hitter Podcast. This is Rob D, the Dead Pro Hitter, coming at you with another main event fab Down with me and my man Todd Whitestone, who is back from vacation and ready to rock and roll. So we get into the um, the pickups for this week, some player movement, and uh, you know, discuss everything that needs to be known about that. And um, yeah, getting ready for the Pro Hitter Invitational tomorrow, as it's been dubbed. Um, uh, but it will be a sixth, uh, sorry, seven round draft champions that, um, we're getting together tomorrow to do the first seven rounds for this year. And then we're going to pick up in a slow draft when NFBC opens up their site in November. So going to be fun. Tons of excellent players in it. And, um, really excited. I'm not ready at all. I haven't looked at anything and, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get squashed right now the way it goes, but, uh, it's going to be fun regardless, and I think it'll give everyone a good, uh, little peek into what can possibly happen next year when the page turns. So, uh, look for that podcast to probably come out Thursday, um, and, um, yeah, and, um, enjoy this podcast with Mr. Todd Whitestone. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Pole Hitter Podcast. I'm Rob D, the Deadpool hitter. I'm here with my man who has returned from vacation, and he did not get Wally pipped. Um, <laughs> and Mr. Todd Whitestone from spstreamer.com. Todd, what is up?
0: Oh, Rob, I have to admit, I was a little worried. You, you pulled out not just Jenny Butler, who's a pretty fantastic analyst in her own right, but then you got Jeff Zimmerman, too. That was, that was uh, really tough for me to take because, you know, I don't know if you can find two better analysts than that. So I was a little, I was a little worried. I have to say <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was down <laughs> at third string, buddy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, you know, I had, <laughs> I had to fill in big shoes, you know? So, um, I figured I'd go heavy, you know, go yeah, heavy. Really,
0: you, you're and, not fooling uh, around. You're not fooling around at all.
1: Yeah. No, I asked, ex- I asked ex- Jenny first and I said, do you want to have anybody else on or you just want to do it by yourself? And she's, uh, I said it's your pick, you know. You you pick who you, you know, want to get on the pod. And she gave me a list of some people with uh-huh. Jeff and uh Tanner Bell was on the top of the list. Tanner unfortunately couldn't couldn't make it. Um otherwise it would have okay. been otherwise it would have been three, three against <laughs> Todd. I mean <laughs> That would
0: have that would have been it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you would have hung <laughs> it up, just like the Yankees are right now. Um doing. Oh, thank, you. Uh,
0: thank
1: you. You know it's crazy. I was just looking um, earlier in the day I we was just looking at some, you know, um last two weeks, last thirty days, like kind of stats and you know, we're always um looking for those offenses to stream against, right? It was just so funny. Like right, you know, the 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 A's and the Marlins and there the Yankees are fourth worst in the league with thirty eight runs scored in the oh, last yeah. fourteen days. I mean oh,
0: yeah. they can't and, score and
1: runs. No, I've been sitting pitches against them in my lineups just and uh I guess <laughs> It's the wrong time to do it. They're just really. I
0: don't think that's a wise move. I mean, I think (laughs) they can't. They can't score. I mean, I've told you before. They're just swinging to try to hit home runs all the time, to try to make up for everybody else, and that's not the way you do it, of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, the pitching has been sort of okay. It's not been horrible, but the hitting is just, uh, just really putrid. I mean, I did see a stat though. The Marlins. Uh, going into today, I think have failed to score more than three runs in 16 consecutive games. Oh so, God! The Marlins are even worse than the Yankees right now.
1: Yeah, for sure, just, for sure.
0: Their their offense is is really, uh, really bad. But anyway, yeah, the Yankees. I mean, I told you, it's like really hard to watch them. You know, as, as anybody that's a fan of a team knows, when your team is really uh, underperforming, it's it's tough to sit there and just, you know, you're getting nothing back.
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going through a little rough patch too now that Mets with some injuries that are just creeping up. But um, if it means calling up some youngsters that we're probably yeah. eager to see, it it will be pretty interesting. So uh, yeah. I think it does look like Brett Beatty might get a call tomorrow. Yeah, he's which,
0: up, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which, you know, was interesting because I – I have Mark Vientos in a lot of dynasty leagues and I was like super excited for him to maybe get a shot, but I guess they, they want a a lefty bat, um, instead of bringing up another righty, but, um, so how, how was your, um, baseballing and, uh, you know, fabbing while you had your vacation week? Was it something that was, uh, you know, you had to sneak off and do, or you just kind of like did it like, you know, like in the, in the flow of vacation?
0: Well, let's see. The, the thing was, Rob, that I, I, was, I traveled on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So uh, for the first Sunday, I set up, you know, it uh, wasn't perfect, but I set up some bids before I, I left on Saturday. And then when I got there, I was able to talk on the phone with James Anderson, my partner, about our, t- our combined teams and sort of finish it up. So that one went fine. And then um, the following Sunday, I came back to New York, And, uh, again, I tried to put some stuff in during the week, and then I was scrambling a little bit more uh, because I I think I was just more tired the second Sunday. It was sort of what you said when you came back from vacation. Um, But uh, I think I got 90% of it okay. I'm not going to say I didn't miss a couple things, but, you know, uh, I didn't ignore it. Let's just put it that way.
1: Right, right. Yeah, you can't totally ignore it, but... At The same time, you have to, you know, really find that balance of uh doing the yeah. right thing and and yeah. yeah, and um, you know, being yeah, wasn't,
0: um, I wasn't having I didn't have to ignore like family get togethers because those are the travel days, but I was a little uh stressed to to do it after I got to the different locations,
1: right? Right, got it, makes sense, yeah. makes sense. Uh, so it was a little bit of a crazy fab week. I feel like there was some players I really was interested in. And um, right. then it was like a big kind of drop off besides the guys that I weren't, that I was not going to get because of a uh, high price that um, which was, you know, we'll get to it, but it's still crazy to see how some players can go for such high amounts and such low amounts in the same contest. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, it's hard to believe that somebody had $331 to bid on, Vaughn Grissom. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's definitely uh, an attractive free agent, but the fact that it's mid August and you're able to have 331 to spend, I'm not sure. I, I didn't really look into uh, the team that won him, but that's that's surprising. But yeah, then somebody won him for $5 too. So it's, yeah. it's kind of crazy.
1: Yep. I think that was uh, Mr. Steve Weimer who.
0: Of
1: course, two top teams in the in the top ten, and uh, you know, he gets the cheapest um ad of wow. Born Grissom.
0: Just what he needs. Just what he needs.
1: Yeah, yeah, one of those keep on honest bids that turned into a a get. Right. A, yeah, yeah.
0: Your um, favorite type of bid.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, he was he was the leading um leading bid this weekend been in every single league i had a i had a friend who's in my home league um hit me off with the with the call when he came up and he had a home run and he's nice. like he's like i could have sworn this kid was marquis grissom so you know he, does, he he's not he's not you know he's not super super into uh you know like finding out about rookies and everything he he play, he's he's good he's competitive Without knowing like everyone's history, but he's sure. uh, it was funny because he said I saw his parents. They was they were they were in the crowd, and it's not Marquis. Grissom, I no. uh, no. think I guess it's just um easy to see the name, see the team, and sure. just figure out you know f- feel not like a it's
0: common it's not a yeah. common last name. So
1: right, right.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he hit that that first home run that he hit completely out of Fenway Park. Unbelievable. Uh,
1: was- Like something, yeah. He's got real good pull power. I think that was one of the things that I've been consistently reading, um, you know, through uh, through some prospect writers this year. Um, you know, it's it it's really cool. uh, You know, really been um, if if anyone signed up for prospects live or you know read anything uh, you know, that James Anderson writes, you know, you really get like a dive into a lot of these players without having to watch a lot of the games. You know, I still like to. You know, when it's a big rookie that's about to come up, or you know, if I haven't seen enough of them, I like to just throw on some YouTube or, you know, anywhere I could find um some at bats of them just to see what they look like. You know, just to get more eyes on it. And um, you know, um, it was the one thing I noticed about Grissom that he just real had like really good pull power, which you know that that plays up well. You know, that always helps all on all all the levels. But um yeah, he he went for as high as three thirty one, like you mentioned, and as low as five bucks. But everywhere in between was um, you know, pretty pretty um competitive bids for him all the way around, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I did got you, him in two, um, two the did, twelve team leagues, but I didn't get him any fifteen team leagues. And uh I was a little worried about, you know, i coming back in a couple of weeks and what are they gonna do then? But uh, you know it's the season isn't that long you know in total so now you i think you just got to make your choices and go with it
1: right right and just try to get the two weeks of two, yeah. two or three weeks of every day um run um and then you know i mean i've heard and and i've thought myself too like if you know if if, if he plays well they'll make a a spot for him or they'll find right. some pt but where right. I, I guess is is the question you know where, where would they put him in can he play the outfield you know or did he just i don't know because the like guys like swanson and, and 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 riley and you know and and olsen i almost said freeman they don't uh no, they don't come out not. of the game you know like they don't really
0: uh, without, they yeah, I think maybe the outfield would be the only spot um right. Maybe uh, Rosario, didn't he get injured a little bit, uh, dinged up or something? Um, I don't know. I would say that's his only alternative, assuming Albies comes back on time, which, of course, you can't depend on that either, I guess. Um, Good point. But uh, Yeah, but, you know, I think uh, Grissom, you know, the Braves just keep churning these guys out. Michael Harris, Grissom, you know, they're really got a great farm system there. You got to tip your cap to them a little bit.
1: Yeah, um, and it's it's right from double A, the, the both of yeah. them, you know, and yeah. um, it 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 seems to be um something they like doing for sure. They felt confident in him. I mean, he was doing really good at any stop. You know, the average was over three hundred. The strikeout rate was under fifteen percent. Um, just really, you know, everything you're kind of looking for. Um, I've heard some people say that his speed may not be like burner-type speed, but he knows how to want, run and when to run. Right. So
0: right. Um,
1: it might be those type of traits that, you know, really find himself into some. Uh, but with that 87.5% pull rate after uh, six games, uh, he's my kind of hitter, Todd. <laughs>
0: yeah, my yeah. kind of hitter. He gets around round on the ball, that's for sure. Uh, you yeah. know. So they what do you tr- think, Rob, How Rob much? Go How ahead. much
1: did you get for him in the um OC? How much did you uh win him for?
0: In the two OCs, I got him for you know it was like twelve or fifteen dollars. Right. It wasn't 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 a lot, you know. And I was I'm I'm low on both of them, but just it was just one of those cases where people didn't pick him out and bid on him.
1: Right. And
0: it's amazing what add.
1: a couple guys can do in the OCs as well. I mean,
0: yeah. I've been.
1: I've been, I had one team that was around 110 overall, 120. And um, one weekend I got South P and the next weekend um, I really, um, I was winning my league it was close to me and Gialdi and uh, Chris List. So, you know, kind of having a good battle. I kind of pulled away because Vinny P got hot and then uh-huh. I was, uh-huh. I was really, um, I think I had about 25 saves total. I just, um, have a great staff. My staff is lights out, but I didn't have any closes. And I got Wick and Batista in the same week. And oh, nice. they nice. they, they only not gave me like a six point lead in the league, but they put me into the top like 55, a top 60 in the overall as well. So uh, it's amazing what a couple of little pickups, even late in the season, can do, you know?
0: That's true. That's true. I was going to ask you when you were talking about pull hitter, uh, do you think that, um, next year they're going to put in the rule that, uh, infielders, you got to have two on each side of second base. Um, and if so, is that going to, I assume that's going to help left-handed full hitters more than righties. Right.
1: Yeah. I don't think that, I don't know. I don't think I know right-handed hitters don't get shifted as much as left-handed hitters. right? Right. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, that'll be interesting. It, it's, it's you know, because I wonder, like, it has to be when the pitch is released, you know, like they have to be on that side of the pie, you know, right. that they, um I don't know if anyone who's listening have not seen it, but it's like a little pie that they, that they draw out, like, I guess, behind second base, and it's like a diamond, I guess, like a pizza slice, and the thin right. part of it is touching the base, and then it widens out as it gets toward the outfield and you can't be in that zone. Um, and it's interesting, but I just wonder if guys will go in motion like, like football, <laughs> like <laughs> it has to be, you know, when the pitcher is releasing the ball. So will they just, you know, run over? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know
0: that it's not, it's not great fielding technique to be running to one side when no. the ball, right. is, if the ball's hit behind you, then, it really makes it tough to make a play, but I guess the thing that bothers me worse than the positioning before the pitch uh, on the infield is when they put a guy into short right field. That, that to me, I think is starting to become, you know, a little bit too much. You know, what I mean, if they got three guys on the right side of the infield, okay, that I can see. But then, you know, they got the the guy in short right, and you know what I mean. It just seems to be that that's the one i'd i'd more uh be against,
1: yeah, yeah, I think the short right one, um I don't think you know that's not gonna be allowed, you know, I think you'll still but, be able to you know cheat a little bit toward one side of the field but not get completely over it um yeah yeah,
0: exactly.
1: yeah, I mean, uh, I guess within the rules that it's laid out, you know teams are going to use that short fielder, um, sure. but it is, you know, it is kind of softball-ish, you know? Uh, right. I know. <laughs> I know. It's
0: like you I used to hate that
1: because I, I mean, I was such an extreme pull hitter that, you <laughs> know, like in, in softball. Yeah. That, that, that fourth, you know, that fourth outfielder that you're allowed to play with in some league, you know, some, right. you know, arc leagues or whatever, you know, they were just, it was pretty much right behind the shortstop and third baseman,
0: <laughs> just waiting
1: there for like a line drive, you know, sure, sure. I feel, And I It's
0: easy out. It's an easy out there.
1: Easy out, Todd. It was easy out. I was, it, they, they reached, like, I got to like, I don't know, once I hit like 18, 19 and I started playing softball, I just, I just wanted to go yard and that's it. I really did. I just wanted to I wanted to I just wanted to hit homers. It was I just wanted to hit Dingers like the gal. That's it.
0: Yeah, okay. Well the chicks love the long balls. So. They
1: do. They do, Todd. <laughs> that's, that's 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 the bottom. That's the bottom line, but oh man. So um who was our next biggest uh so, bid on player like this Joey week? Joey
0: Menezes. I think it's Manise's. Uh he's a first baseman. Uh he was he hit like four homers last week. And so he obviously attracted a lot of attention. He went, had a high bit of 91, a low bit of two. Um, you know, I think he's going to get some playing time, but I'm I'm not sure. You know, I mean, look, you got to ride any hot streak you can, but I'm not sure he's, uh, he's going to hit for this kind of uh, clip. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people were picking him up for a corner infielder, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I mean, interesting, you know, bat 30 years old, um, hit well in the minors. Um, you know, didn't, right. didn't strike out a lot, um, hit for a good average. Um, so sometimes this, I guess you get like this, you know, Frank Schwindel type of, uh,
0: right, exactly.
1: batter that comes up, but you know, he's had good production, his career in the minors. Um, yeah, it's just fascinating. You know, since, since July 31st, he he's got an OPS of, uh, 1.198, um, which is <laughs> insane. Five really? homers, which is tied for second in the league. Um yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just really amazing what, what he's done. And he's just uh he not only and he's not selling it out, he's he's got an eighty-three percent contact rate. Um nice. doesn't strike out. It's just an interesting combination of skills that um I mean they're gonna find the time for him, you know, to get him in right now, you know, yeah. while he's this hot. Did you so, pick
0: him up, Rob? Did you pick him up at anywhere?
1: I did not get him in a main event. I got him in um an OC uh, gotcha. that I was using gotcha. to, yeah, I needed um some corner power and uh, he should be, you know, gaining outfield eligibility uh soon, which is mm-hmm. pretty big. Yeah. Um,
0: That'd be helpful too. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So batting second and, you know, not a great lineup, but he's gonna, you know, the, um, you know, when you get a chance, play on a bad team you know you just got to play pretty decent and you'll stay in there you know and get some pt so there's um,
0: not anybody knocking on the door to to push him out
1: yep yep absolutely and um you know he he went for the majorities of uh you know some pretty decent prices. you know there was some then the 91 that he went for that was a lot but you know most of the most of the bids were about 45 bucks and under and i think at this point of the season if you got that much and you need some offense you know it's not that bad a scoop
0: no no i think it, it, when you see uh prices over 20 bucks even generally i think that at this point in the season that's a lot i mean uh we're we'll going to it later but there's only about 117 left for each main event team on the average Right. So a $20 bid is pretty uh, pretty stiff.
1: Yep. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Uh, definitely going to put a dent in it. I mean, it would have put a big dent in what I had left, though. So. Yeah. But um, yeah. uh, I didn't really have a spot for him on my main event team either. So I just uh, was pretty tight at corner. You know, I had Josh Bell. I had Pat Cantino. And uh, I didn't have a spot for him at utility. I have Otani in one league, which he doesn't, you know, i I've been flopping him back and forth between pitcher and hitter the last couple uh-huh. of weeks, but uh-huh. still, still, it's it's still not a spot that, um, I was ready to, uh, you know, jam up with. Um, but, uh, yeah, it could be a good ad for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I didn't get, uh, I got Grissom and two, uh, OCs M- Meneses, and I didn't get it all, but I didn't get the third guy either, which is Manny Margot. I really didn't see him in my leagues. He was, not really available in my league so much, but he, he was picked up in 38 mains. Yep. So um, did you, I know you love Margot. Did you get him back or?
1: No, I did not. I was actually um, a little too late. I think in one league he went a couple of weeks ago. Uh huh. Um, I just been, I haven't had the opportunity to stash, I guess, you know? Yeah, I'm uh, not in a spot to stash, even though I love him, I really do. Um, and and, and one of the main's where I needed steals for sure. He was a uh, a guy that I was trying to uh, target, but he just uh, was just a little out of my price range. Um,
0: which okay, stinks you. You.
1: you know? But um, uh, you know, I think I think it's a good grab by anyone who who like yeah. took him a couple of weeks ago too. Like uh, you know, I I, I think. I think it was a good smart choice to take him you know, a couple weeks ago for a buck or two. This this week he was for sure a little more. Um, but yeah, she I lost him 16-13. I, I went as high as 13 bucks for him. I okay. lost him 16 to 13 in my week. Um
0: It could have it could have worked. I mean, somebody got him for one dollar. So I mean it's I know. Really gotta have um this is the time of year, and I think all the veteran players know this. Where it's really even more important, Rob, to have lots of conditionals. Right. Because when you need an outfielder, I mean, it's great if you don't know if you're gonna get somebody for five, six, seven dollars, but then you gotta have lots of other guys that are down, you know, down to three, two, one And then that way you're gonna get somebody and just spend the time putting them on in the order that you want them. And uh, you never know which guy on the conditional list you're going to get.
1: Right, um, right.
0: But uh, you can't just because you got a, a low dollar amount to bid, you can't say, okay, I'm just bidding on two guys.
1: yep um, uh, definitely not. Definitely not. If anything, when you have less money, I think it's definitely yeah. more important to put, yeah. yeah, more bids because you know, like the, the majority of your guys that you probably gonna go for it, aren't gonna you know won't be um so available you know yeah, so and
0: especially rob when you think that the uh, let's say you need an outfielder and you think that the seven guys the first seven guys in your list are all about the same give or take a little um you put them all in for, let's say for even two dollars and uh you can be surprised that you might get a guy higher up on the list but that way you don't have to spend you know Fourteen dollars on the top guy. You can just say, "I'm going to get one of the two dollar guys." I got a long list, and uh, that way, you know, I'll, I might get a guy higher on my conditional. But it doesn't matter if I get the last guy.
1: Right. Totally makes sense. And I, I, I just want to see. Um, you know, I, I don't doubt that Margot goes right back. Yet, you know, it's still the Rays, and but he was starting to break the the Ray mold of. Yeah, getting platooned a lot, you know. He yeah. he started to bust into that like a Rosarena Brandon yeah. Low type of, yeah, like Yandy Diaz range where they don't sit, you know, that they'll much. But
0: they'll do it. I mean, I think they'll do it. You know, if he yeah. he stays healthy, I think he could play. You know, almost every day.
1: I wonder how much the speed comes back with the knee problem. I I mean, yeah. I know it doesn't really, uh, you know, affect everybody the same. Like, you know, obviously, uh, Akuna came back stealing. Obviously, this wasn't the same type of, you know, devastating right. injury. But still, I wonder if... Um,
0: he might you know. take it easy. I mean, I don't think you can count on, you know, lots of steals. But right. he's a professional hitter. You know, he I think he, yep. he should get runs and RBIs. And at this point of the season, if you're in a 15-team league, That's, you know, you need the counting stats.
1: Yep, for sure. Absolutely. What about the next guy on the list here? Emmanuel Rivera, third baseman on um, the
0: next guy is is a guy that I did pick up sort of widely. I needed a third baseman and a lot of Mm. and and he seemed like he had a reasonable chance, Rob, of getting um, regular playing time for the Diamondbacks. Um, So I did get him. I'm not saying he's like fantastic player or anything. But he did pop a couple homers last week. And uh, I'm just hoping for a little run. Uh, so I think I got him. I got 10 NFBC teams. I think I got him on like six. And I didn't bid high. I don't think I bid over $10 on any of them. It was more like 5 $6. Um, so that was that was one of my bigger acquisitions for this week. Did you get him as well or no?
1: I had uh, a bid in for him. He was on the lower end of my... Conditional yeah. bids. Um, I guess I was just a little. I don't know. Um, I guess I was a little concerned on. You know, I know he's been picking up extra time because in the last two days he started, especially because Marte's been out. Rojas has moved over to the second base, right? Um, and and it looks like you know, because Marte hasn't played the outfield in a while. It's just been DH just or, or second for him. So yeah. they also have Seth beer up and i don't know who they want to give looks do they want to give more looks to beer they want to give looks to rivera so i guess i was a little concerned about the everyday pt because when he first came over he was playing like once every four days or once every three days and um i i was expecting him get a little bit more playing time but i don't know if he's going to get every day i guess when Marte is back healthy if he is obviously that's a big f for him with his with hamstrings but Um, I guess I was just a little concerned about.
0: Yeah, I get it. I get it.
1: Because Uh, like this is the team who like Jake, Jake, uh, Jake McCarthy playing fantastic in the outfield, good defense, hitting the ball well, and they still they still want to give Jordan Luplow, you know, (laughs) a a chance to play every now and then, you know. So it's just sometimes just like you know, what are you guys doing? Like we don't need to see anything from Luplow. Like we know what he is, so why are you giving him a day like, yeah, just... I yeah you
0: know you know what I think it is it, this is my theory Rob you can uh, you can say you disagree I, I understand but my theory is there's more disconnect between the general manager and the manager than we kind of appreciate mm. so the the general manager right he's thinking well Luplo is just there on the bench he's not gonna really play very much and and the the manager is there you know hey this Luplow can really hit lefties. Um, I, I want him in there. I mean, I, I'm trying to win a game, you know, and uh, he's not thinking really big picture. Let play the younger guys, and so I think, I think that's part of the issue is that sometimes, uh, you know, the GM might say, "I want you to play the kid," and and we're all, all the fantasy managers out there are saying it makes sense. They're out of it. They should play the kids, and the, the managers there going. I still want to win a game and and Mm. that's not my best chance to win a game. Um, So I, that's my theory. I could, you know, maybe it's not universally true, but I think that sometimes like, like with the Rockies, you know, the Rockies are always like, I don't know what they're doing, but I think some of it is just the, the manager is like saying, I'm just trying to pick the nine guys that could win a game, you know?
1: Right. And there's so much stuff we don't see too, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's
1: true. I mean, we see when a guy's phone slips out of his pocket, and (laughs) I mean, what the fuck?
0: What are you doing? I don't even know,
1: like, where, where, where do you, where do they have their phones in general? Like, nobody has it in the dugout, right?
0: Locker. Why, why would you even have it in the dugout? Forget about. And
1: also, too, like, you can't, you can't have. And also too, like getting real technical, you can't have, um, you only have you only allowed to have MLB, um, this like prescribed iPads in in the in the dugout, right? Like,
0: right, exactly.
1: You can't have this, you know, like electronic no, sign. Sig- so this no, this guy has a device phone. on the fucking field. <laughs> oh my god, I you know I uh, I don't know, but those that's one of those things, and you know, like if you're if I'm the manager, I'm just like. Dude, sorry. I mean, you know, sorry. This is this, yeah, this, this, not gonna work.
0: No, no. I mean, <laughs> let's put even that aside with the MLB policy. Let's say you're playing softball in your own league and and you, you put your phone in your back pocket because you're running around the bases. That's, come on. I mean, come on, that makes no sense even then.
1: That's it's a that's a pure meatball move straight up meatball move i mean you're, right. you're right. Uh, it's just bad it's just bad this is really bad yeah. it was oh anyway
0: got, rob, rob one more thing he probably he's never heard the end of your podcast when you use the tagline um, yeah
1: i mean <laughs> there's there's so many places where your phone is just not
0: no, that's no, not, a,
1: not yeah, a good idea. Yeah, it's just so bad. It's such a <laughs>
0: anyway. anyway the next guy I did pick up in a couple of 15 team leagues, Lamont Wade. Mm. And I do like him. And yes, he doesn't always play every day against uh you know lefties, for example. But um I always liked his hit tool and I always thought he was um, a good hitter. And I think they the Giants do have a lot of righties coming up they're not it's not totally righties um so anyway um we did get him a couple places and hoping that he can help us as well
1: yeah it seems like he's uh been hitting a lot better um in the last couple of weeks um last two weeks especially he's been picking up a little bit um so he's seems like when he came back from injury he he wasn't he wasn't uh Right or something, you know, because oh, no. lately he's definitely been, um, on a little bit more of a hot streak, you know, in, in terms of hitting right. the ball hard and barreling it up. And, uh, yeah, he, he sits at the top of the lineup too. And when, when he gets in there, so, um, right, I think he's mostly been batting for, oh, well, he batted ninth last game, but, uh, third, fifth, seventh, yeah, first, first,
0: in, uh, interesting. In the mix. Prime positions. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh. Yeah, it's really, I mean, it's like the same guy on his team, like Jock Peterson, you know, just uh, he's another guy. Um, but, the, you know, the thing is they get in the game as soon as they make a switch, you know. Right. As soon as those left-handers are gone, um, right. you know, if it happens to be a quick hook in third or fourth inning, they're coming in, they're pinch hitting, right. and they're getting in the game. And, right. um, you know, it's definitely, uh, I think they definitely leave Lead the league in uh, pinch hitting for sure. Pinch hits.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pinch
1: hit at bats. Um, but uh, and
0: he's dual eligible first base outfield, which is always a helpful thing. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The next guy, Carl Edwards Jr., I wasn't really clued in on. I really had, had been thinking that Finnegan was going to get the saves, what saves that the Nationals got, but he was picked up fairly widely, 27 leagues. I have twenty-nine, low of one. Um, what did you think about Edwards? Did you think he would be a good source of st- of saves?
1: Yeah, I picked him up in both mains.
0: Okay. Um, okay. He,
1: yeah, I picked him up for uh eight bucks in a league where I needed saves a little more than um and then my other main I picked him up for four bucks. So okay. um and that second main I'm rolling out like I think six relievers right now or five oh, wow. uh yeah i i i'm i'm pretty good in K's, and i can i think i can drop like one standings in K's just by going to relievers for a little bit so okay um but i can also make up maybe three points and save so i'm trying to see how much i can gain um yeah. before yeah. i switch you know switch back yeah yeah i can i can still gain a point um in case which is interesting but and wins as well but saves is right in front of me so i'm just trying to get a couple now you know yeah, go um, for him. power up on him and maybe make that leap and then i can go more to a balanced approach but i thought it was you know a decent chance to get a guy who might have the role i know finnegan was acting as the closer and then he went into that high leverage reliever the hlr like uh greg jewett likes to call it and um you know he was definitely facing some guys in the sixth seventh inning the heart of the lineup so we was definitely coming in to face the uh toughest parts but uh and then you know he got turned to the save last night which wasn't so bad because edwards got the win but
0: edwards um, got the
1: win. yeah i think you know I, I think finnegan will shit. see the best part of the lineup and if that happened to be in the ninth it'll be in the ninth. But I think Edwards will still get his fair share of...
0: uh, I I was going to say, I think it's a share, if I had to guess right now, which they each could get sort of a share of the saves, which... So I think uh, owners of Finnegan or Edwards could make out fine. Um, So to the extent the Nationals are winning lots of games, I don't know, but, um, you know, down the stretch, I think we sometimes overemphasize that the bad teams aren't going to win games. I, you know, uh, they're going to... They're gonna win even if they're winning forty percent of games. It's still a decent amount of chances for saves. So yes, um, for sure. Then uh, I couldn't get Kike Hernandez. Um, uh, I, I did have him on a couple lists, but he went for more than I had available. Did you get Kike? He's back in the lineup tonight.
1: I did not. I um, this is a. Purely a case of me being stubborn, and he fucked me pretty much a lot this year. So okay,
0: okay. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm not giving him a chance to redeem okay. himself. So well, <laughs> I'm, I'm just... I made it personal, Todd, which you really can't do in fantasy. I know, but at least um, to be honest. I I'm allowed say... to. I'm allowed to feel you how you I want to feel.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are, you are. I, I told. Uh, what did I tell James Anderson? There were there were three or four guys. I told him. uh Was it last year? I said, James. There's only like three or four guys I just really don't want to draft, and he was totally cool with it. one of, one of them was Michael Pineda, who I just I just have a thing with him. I just can't uh, I can't do it. But uh, yeah, you got you got to recognize and just be honest about it.
1: Yeah, he 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 really just destroyed me this year. And it's you know I'm 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 not a big fan of coming off a hip injury, and yeah. and 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 you know I don't know regaining power that. I don't know, a lot. What's interesting, too, is he's playing shortstop tonight, night, which is pretty right. interesting. Um, yeah. I do think that he'll find some time in the outfield. I feel like he'll find some time at second and some time right. at, sh- you know, wherever else he needs to fill in. But I don't think he'll be everyday player. Because I, I, I you know, I don't know. I feel like if the hips are pretty, like, a pretty serious thing to come back from. So...
0: Um, he might need some
1: rest or, you know, I heard a lot of people say, well, you know, maybe it was so bad. It was sapping his power, which is hundred percent can be true too. But I feel like a lot of his value that I found in the beginning of the year or in preseason came from him batting first in this lineup. And I don't think that's the case. And I don't think he gets back up there. And so to me, a lot of that, that volume, that accumulator, is gone. And that's what I was really attracted to when I like, you know. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, he was batting leadoff. Uh, remember last year, was it? The, uh, this whole
1: year, too. Yeah.
0: This whole year, too. Yeah. yeah. I think the thing, the key is for the Red Sox, which I, I don't know the answer to, is that they had a Royal who's hitting very well. But he mm-hmm. sort of looks like the odd man out if they're going to really play KK Hernandez and, you know, all these other guys. But I don't yeah. know how they're going to fix that because Arroyo was one of the guys that was hitting the best out of uh, you know the the lineup.
1: A hundred percent, I totally agree with that. And and he's you know he's a pretty professional hitter himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Like never been anything special, but when he goes on a run, and he, he's just a good yeah. you know good good solid hitter. I mean, since uh, since uh, the yeah, All Star like break, since the yeah. All Star break, and fifty four plate appearances, three eighty, a homer.
0: Yeah. I like um, him. I wouldn't have had him higher on my bid list if I had thought his playing time was clearer. Right. But if he's going to play four days a week, then that's kind of not helpful.
1: Yep. Um, yep.
0: But anyway. Um, so yeah, no Kike.
1: No Kike. Yeah. For me. So sorry.
0: The next what guy was next? Brian Serven uh, mm-hmm. of the Rockies because Elias Elias Diaz was uh, is on the injured list, I believe. Um, so people were picking up Servan, uh, Colorado catchers always have a certain attraction. Um, and, uh, you know, he had had a little run earlier this year. Um, so I don't know. I didn't really go for him. I wasn't really needing hugely a catcher. I wasn't so confident in him, but, uh, did you need a catcher? Did you go for uh Brian Servan?
1: No, no, I didn't need a catcher. Um, okay. We didn't do – you didn't talk last week, but I I actually dropped Kybert Ruiz last week um, Ah. for Victor Carantini. Um, I thought Navarri was going to be out a little longer, but I still like – Carantini, I think, played eight straight games. But, you you know, when I was like – Ruiz just – he's been getting better. He's been hitting the ball a lot better, like, in the air. But he's just been like a ground-out, ground-ball, like, artist. And, you know, it was so funny because I I think I was, like, just – filtering catchers and i saw like he had the same amount of home runs as like nick forte did in 240 more at bats and i was just oh man and and i do need power in that league so i'm kind of just thinking if uh if i can i'd rather take the three or four game caratini like that'll play a week and i think he's got eight homers and 190 plate appearances and he's just barreling up a ball he's just hitting the ball really good so, I, you know, and if I have to stream, I'll stream for some power late in the year. I just, of course, uh, released the first game after I released him, hit two home runs.
0: And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you knew that would happen. Oh, but, I mean,
1: uh, I just felt like a real big bag of shit, you know, after that. It's like, yep, these are the things that really, really, you know, make you hate fantasy baseball. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. he's, it was
0: he's sc- been a little disappointing, but he I think he's more of an average guy and I do think we sometimes underestimate Rob how difficult it is to be a younger catcher and you're you're managing a pitching staff sort of and you know I just feel like it do usually, you mean
1: sort of like there's no pitching staff on the nationals is that what you mean by sort, sort of, of
0: yeah, <laughs> Sort of like like trying to block the Josiah gray uh, fastballs that go fifty five feet um, anyway uh, yeah I, I mean I, I think he's doing fine. I think in two or three years, he'll be a good fantasy asset. I'm, you know, I'm just not sure he's ever going to be like a Salvador Perez power guy, you know, or anything like that.
1: No, it's not easy being Sally P.
0: No, it's not easy at all.
1: Not easy being Sal P. But, you know, in, in, in the last couple of weeks... Ruiz has been getting better with pulling the ball a little more and getting it in the air a little more. But, you know, that can easily go back down. You don't know if that's if that's here to stay. or. But, you right. know, I moved on, and um, I probably would have had a little bit of interest in serving this week if I needed, you know, a catcher. It's just sure. interesting to um, – I always like to look at the drop list and see, like, when someone doesn't drop a catcher for a catcher.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It always makes me interested in, like, you know, if they're carrying three –
0: Catchers, yeah, what,
1: you know. What they, what's the plan? Yeah. This week, yeah, yeah. Great. It's it, uh one it was only two 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 pitchers were dropped a servant. The rest were all catchers. And uh okay. okay. Interesting. You got a Christian Vasquez was dropped for him. Uh-huh. Um interesting move. So I think sometimes with catchers, it's like almost just like a lateral move, you know, for of course there's a whole bunch of life is in there. So yeah, sometimes uh
0: sometimes you just get sick and tired of a guy like being bad and you just you you take a guy that's about equal and you just hope for better luck yep um anyway the next guy was ryan tapera who uh has gotten a couple saves i think uh late inning work with the angels um but he's far from the clear closer uh james and i did get him in one or two leagues um because we thought he had as good a chance for saves as Anybody on that staff, um, and maybe maybe a vultured win or something. Um, so mm-hmm. so it wasn't like again we were spending minimal dollars to get him, but um, I thought it was a good gamble where you needed a reliever. Um,
1: yeah, I think so too. I mean, at this point, you know, right now, um, you don't know really what they're gonna do. You know, Khabib well, looks like he comes like would sometimes faces. I think his first two saves was mostly lefties, but the last save was kind of not like a lefty situation. So was, uh, right, you know, obviously these teams are using way more than just lefty righties these days. They're looking at, you know, heat, heat maps and, and zone breakdowns and, you know, bad angle approaches versus how the pitch like the, you know, the pitcher's angle, they're using way, way, way more than the old lefty lefty, like back in the day. So um, it could just be, you know, that they're just seeing what they got between everyone, you know, everyone in that pen.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, and then the last guy of the top 10 pickups was J.P. Sears, former Yankee, uh, now with Oakland, and he has a two-start week this week. Um, he was picked for a high of 39, low of three. Um, I liked him when I saw him pitch for the Yankees. I think he's he's a good, uh, good, solid guy. I don't think he's got huge upside or anything like that, and Certainly the wins might be few and far between in Oakland, but uh, I think he's got some skills and I think he could be a reasonable streamer uh, for Mm -hmm. teams that are looking for that later in the season.
1: Absolutely. I think the park is, you know, obviously on his side as well. So you get those home starts versus some weaker type of opponents um, like the, you know, the angels or, the you know, I mean, the Mariners are a decent, you know, opponent, but in that park and his skills keep the ball. Um, you know, he keeps the ball on the ground, even if they do hit it in the air. And in Oakland, it's not it's not terrible. But yes, Sears is. Uh, and the projections love them too. You know, Steamer and the Bat. They 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 both have ERAs. Uh, see, three seven four and three eight seven, and the rest of the season. Um with with K K9's almost at nine, a little under nine. So that's that's a pretty good arm to have. Um and if it was just for the two start this week, you know, great. Um, but oh. I think I think he's going to be one of those stream from your bench type pitchers, which is not yeah. bad to have at this time of the year. Yeah. I walked definitely. out on him, I had a four dollar bid and uh he went for 13 in my league. So uh, yeah, yeah. and then I mean, in my yeah. other main, he was taken last week. So okay. Yeah.
0: I think he's a good guy to, like you said, to have around. And if he has a good matchup, you can put him in there, especially if he's pitching at home. And, uh, you know, so definitely worth considering for the future if he's popping up on waiver wires. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was the top 10. And then uh, we already mentioned uh, the Vaughn Grissom, wow, bit of the week of 331. That was by far the biggest bid. And, uh, you know, I was a little surprised at that because we last the week before David Robertson was the high bid and that was 108. So it really sort of it was the highest. It was the highest. wow bid since Vinnie P. P, Yep. Yep. Back on July 3rd. So um, now we're getting into the season, Rob, where people that, you know, might have 500 bucks left are just going to unload on a particular player. Um, but I think that pretty much shows that they probably weren't paying attention all season if that's if they have that much money left. um
1: it's just fascinating too, to run down your list here of the wow bids, you know, and you see um uh, you know David Robinson, of course, you know you need saves even if he's sure. even if he's sharing it, it's uh, you know, you need saves at this point of the year, and if you got money, you're gonna pour it out sometimes, but. Let's go back to the middle of July. You got Esther Ruiz for 311. Jorge oh, yes. Belair for 200. He hasn't even played since then. Jake Myers, 315. Steven Strathberg, 327. Oh, boy.
0: Yeah, there's uh, at, least, at least half of these that if you, if you just plotted out the stats since they were picked up on the wow bid that were quite underwhelming. Matt Manning, mm-hmm. 475. Josh Lowe, of course, that's easy to say. A lot of people bid it high, but that was the highest main bid this year, 613. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd say maybe half of the guys, Estuary Ruiz, 311. I mean, maybe half the guys have worked out to some degree of success.
1: Uh, Matt Olson just hit a ball from Atlanta back to freaking New York. Holy shit! Oh, schnikes. no, oh, no. Wow, okay. I mean, just a mammoth shot.
0: He's got a lot of power.
1: Yeah, I mean, ugh. Alvarez just uh, doesn't look like the. It doesn't look like a regular Met team right now. That's for sure.
0: Uh, uh, well R.J.
1: Alvarez is in there and he's, uh, replacing Taiwan Walker, who I don't know what happened. I have to look that up. I wasn't paying <laughs> attention, but he's out of the game. But anyway. Um,
0: um, OK, so then in terms of the fab dollars remaining for the uh, average team or do you want, maybe I should mention the Century Club, the only guys over 100, there were uh, six guys. Uh, Grissom, obviously, Lance McCullers was picked up in six leagues, um, He six leagues over with over a hundred dollars, rather. Uh, Chapman, Roldis Chapman, one uh, Fran Moreas was picked up in one main for over hundred. Wander Franco, too. Uh, He wasn't available in mine. Uh, And then Trevor Story was available in one main, and he went for over 100 as well, even though he's not really back. I guess he's traveling with the team now, but he's not back in the lineup. Um, So uh, a little more than activity over 100 than you might expect. But, again, there's a few teams that have money, and I guess they figured now is the time to spend it.
1: Yep. Yep that's for sure. Um, it's, uh, like you said, it might be a little bit of, 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 not really, you know, uh, spending enough earlier in the season, you know, or, or just, uh, right time to just spend it right now. So we're just going to dump some money on a whole slew of players. Um, but I mean, Lance, Lance, Lance colors. I mean, at this point of the season, I mean, he's going to be one of the best pitchers that come across the wire, you know. So
0: probably, probably. Um,
1: whether you believe like he was ever great or not, it's still a good team, and uh, you know, good chance it wins, and got a great bullpen to close out any lead that he gets. So, um, and Chapman, you know, that's a lot of money for Chapman, but uh, <laughs> I don't know which way, which way you think they're leaning. You think he's going to be back <laughs> in the ninth with with with, like, Holmes and Efrost like, kind of filling in?
0: My my guess has been he is going to get save opportunities. Yeah. I I just feel like he's going to get them. They they want their bullpen set up that way. And so I don't know when it's going to happen, but I do think they're going to give him a shot. So I I could see it, depending on how desperate you are to get a, a possible closer. But it might not be until September. And then how many saves is he going to give you? Uh, So I feel like, too,
1: like it it might be a good boost for the Yankees just to have, you know, if if they could find, I mean, if he could just come back as that, you know, that lockdown closer, it'll be a big boost for them for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think they need to shake something up and that might be one thing they could try. And I think they need Stanton back, not because he's the greatest player ever, but just because it'll just make that lineup look a lot different and uh and uh you know I, they'll come out of it it's just uh interesting just that they kind
1: of the the offensive slide kind of coincided with him yeah going on the il right
0: yeah pretty yeah, interesting yeah.
1: maybe he's the mvp and not judge <laughs> okay
0: buddy okay
1: any uh, other pickups me... that kind of caught your eye this week um
0: uh, no, I don't think so. Um, those are pretty much the ones I got were all on that list. Anything you want to mention is fine though.
1: Yeah. I, um, you know, I went back to the CJ Abrams. Well, um, okay.
0: <laughs> you know, we got them once. I should have mentioned we got them once.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I went back. I see you there, 51 bucks. I got them for seven. Thank God it wasn't that much, uh-huh. but yeah, okay. I needed steals. And, um, you know, um, I was kind of, mad at myself for maybe not doing it last week because I figured he was going to be, you know, he would go for a a lot more, um, if he got that call and he did of course. Um, but hopefully he just needs to put the bat on the ball a little bit and get, get a chance to shine and, um, you know, get some steals. That's that's really all I'm looking for.
0: (laughs) Okay. So when, when James Anderson and I had this discussion about our fab, I said, okay, here's my theory, James. He's really young and he hasn't developed his hit tool, so I'm not so sure. Uh, I'm not interested in bidding on him. And James was like, "No, nah, I think we should." <laughs> so <laughs> I, think, I think if you want to go with the uh, more uh, learned opinion, I would say you want to go with uh, James and not me. That's um, great. You know, so <laughs> it, you know, we went, and I'm perfectly happy. He knows these guys a lot better, um, and hopefully, he can if he gets on base he's capable of stealing we know that he's one of the fastest guys in major league baseball so yep. um, so you know i it's just a it's just a play and hopefully i mean there's no reason for the nats not to play him i mean come on so, right anyway um,
1: what about um let's see wanda franco was he available in any of your leagues
0: no he wasn't did you get him at all or no
1: I did not get, he wasn't available in my main events. He was available in my, in an OC. I got him in an OC um, for a buck. I think I got him for a buck or two bucks. Um, So I didn't really, so funny, like kind of just need a little more power more than anything in that league, but I don't expect power from him, but um, it was almost like I just wanted to keep him away from other teams. And I just, thought yeah, sure. like two bucks might do it and i was yeah i was uh it did, it did. i was happy i wanted two one and um i have I have albies and um on the bench too in that team so i'm hoping to get a little uh september push with uh sure, that could help you those
0: two guys uh, Yeah, now talk about a guy with a proven hit tool i think franco is a guy like that yep um, so he, he's you know he's gonna put the bat on the ball that's that's a kid. He's gonna be a star. Uh it's just a question of now what how good a, a fantasy player he is, that's a whole different matter because he doesn't really run uh so much. And he like you said, he's not a big power guy. But uh certainly he's got all the other tools.
1: Yep. Um what about Jazz Chisholm? He was scooped up in a couple of leagues. And I was so like, first thing I did was I kind of went back to just make sure I didn't miss any news on jazz.
0: No, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. Yes. Uh, I wasn't in a position to really, like you said, to stash for a couple of weeks anywhere.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, I just, just a little bit of surprise. I didn't know if uh, I missed any type of... Uh...
0: No, I mean, obviously anything can happen, but... Um those back injuries are tough to come back from. I'm not, yep. not sure. I'm not mm-hmm. sure he's gonna like come back and play seven days a week and steal bases at a big clip. And I mean I could I can be wrong, but I just felt the chances were lower of that happening. Um
1: the battle for the Cy Young is on right now, too, Todd. We got Dylan Cease, Cease first. Justin Verlander. Still. Justin Verlander. I mean, did you see some of the numbers on Cease have been just freaking amazing. 14 straight games with one or lower earned runs. Um,
0: And the White Sox the White Sox, which are playing pretty poorly as a team you know, when Cease is on the mound, they're a different team. Um, Oh,
1: absolutely. I just I just like some of the things that's just been tweeted out by like codify or, um, stat it's just like, he's been doing things that haven't been done in 70 yeah. years, a hundred yeah. years in baseball, just really fascinating. Uh, oh,
0: he's great. He's been great this year and Verlander also, I mean, I,
1: yeah, God bless him. I mean, 39 he, he, coming off of Tommy John just,
0: and churns it out every, every year and, um, it it just was some funny. guys was, who are
1: built different, right, Todd? Like guys yeah, like know. him, Tom Brady, and Derek yeah. Jeter. Like it, it, like they just have like a competitiveness and like just skill-wise that they just – it's different. It separates them from a lot of I people.
0: Know, I know. But, I mean, he's extremely talented too. It was funny. I was listening to – I was driving back to New York, and I was listening to MLB radio on Sirius, and uh, they were discussing Verlander and, and one of the guys that was on – I forget who it was – he was attributing Verlander's success totally to mental, you know, his mental uh, uh, strength. Mm -hmm. Mental fortitude. (laughs) Mental fortitude. And he just, he practices more than any other player. And he was saying stuff like that. And I was like, well, you know, he does have some physical talent too. It's not like it's a hundred percent a mental thing, but uh, you know, that was the discussion. Sometimes I think, these guys carry it a little too far um yeah the guy he, you know he's 39 he throws a fastball in the mid 90s you know and he has a movement on it so I don't think it's just a mental thing um, yep um anyway that was just my little rant um,
1: mm-hmm. no I like it I mean I think I think the mental part of uh side of things is huge and there's definitely some players who who you know attribute it as a big part of their success Yeah, just sure the, but um, yeah, you still have to be like otherworldly, yeah, like not, he is. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's not. You're not like he's not your average major league player. Let's just leave it there. I mean, I just no, the
1: Hall of Famer. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, and he he just you know if you've seen him pitch over the years, I'm sure you have. He's, you know, he was so tough when he was just younger, and it wasn't just based on his mental uh, talent. Um, Anyway, um, so uh, the average main event team Rob has 117 dollars left um, right now, and uh, which is a little lower than it's been in previous years. Actually, I think it, I made a mistake here in this section. It was it's actually 127, not 117. But if if, if we still have 57 dollars of dead money per team, then that means that it's about what 70 bucks. Wow uh per team of the active teams so it's not a lot of money kicking around um yeah there's a few teams with 300 400 500 but i think for the most part 10 bucks is going to be a good bid um unless it's somebody really particularly special
1: yeah for sure um that dead money stuff is yeah it's definitely interesting i mean just just to just to cruise around my leagues and see um the money that might not get spent is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah.
0: Did mm-hmm. that nine hundred ninety-eight dollar guy, uh, Swindy City? Did he spend anything over the last two weeks, or do you want to just check? I'm just interested in that guy. Schwindy. Yeah, Swindy.
1: Schwindy City. Um, yeah. yeah. See. Let's see. I I don't think I still don't think he spent
0: nine ninety eight, and he's like in sixth place or something.
1: Oh, uh, let's see. Let's get in there. Uh, Schwindy City, 998, eighth place, 28 and a half hitting points, and um, 52 pitching points.
0: Wow, he's hit, pitching, he's doing real well. So,
1: this had to have been a bet. This had to have been a bet.
0: <laughs> Who would bet that for a seven hundred, dollars entry?
1: Maybe someone said, I'll give you two thousand dollars if you could just <laughs> 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 not why spend...
0: Would they- not well, maybe,
1: spend maybe he had a limit and he had to come in the top half. I don't know. I don't know. I mean,
0: but, but, but it doesn't make sense that they would say, okay, you can spend two dollars of fat.
1: He's got Eric Curl off of first base. Um, it's, I mean, the pitching, he it's, I mean, if he's not changing it, it it's not terrible. It's Brian Presley, Montas, Barlow, Framber. Pablo Lopez, Devin Williams, Rangers Suarez, Jose Okidi, and Zach Allen. So, but he's yeah. got Paven Smith on the bench. <laughs> he's got, got Kevin Kiermaier on the bench. He, has, uh, he hasn't
0: looked. He hasn't looked at that team in, uh, in two months.
1: Just crazy, crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's nine hundred.
1: Think about how different that can change the league and who gets sure. who in Fab like. Sure. Ugh.
0: That's, that's really not the right amazing. Way to play it, nope. But uh, I mean, in an OC, it's one thing, three hundred fifty dollars entry, but seventeen hundred bucks. Wow. Um, anyway, um, then let's go to the Coliseum, Rob. So uh, these were tough calls for me, and so you, I'm kind of expecting you to disagree with some of these um, because they were they were kind of like all in the middle. Um, There's Domingo Herman. I gave a win to because he had pitched, he's been pitching, he's in the rotation, he's getting some strikeouts, he got a win. Again, we're talking about 15 team leagues here. Um, He's not been great, but I gave him the win. And then Nick Prado, 182 average, two homers, uh, that was a a push. He is playing at least, but he's not really, um, really doing a ton. Um, J.J. Bladé was close to the same thing, maybe a little better average, and he had a couple steals too, but I still gave him a push. Um, he's hitting 213. And then Ezekiel Duran, I pushed over the line with the win. He's hitting 256, which is better. A home or two steals. But they're all in the same sort of area. you have any feel for what you would have said? I mean, I kind of expect you to disagree with these. <laughs>
1: Uh Domingo Herman, let's see. So um uh, on all
0: four pushes really.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's close. It's close. I mean the the batters, I get the I you know, I get the average being a little more of a push for Duran. You know, making him more of a, a win on your side than right. than the other two guys. But um I'd probably argue that the that the two homers and two steals from Bloodet makes it you know, okay, just okay. as just as, you know, just as equal to the one homer and two stolen bases with a better average from from Duran.
0: Maybe So maybe so. Yeah. Blade's uh, looked a little better lately, but yeah, he's um, been
1: surprising. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anyway, it wasn't a great group, but certainly wasn't terrible pickups. Mm-hmm. And the uh, record is still better than last year. Um, we have 35 percent good pickups compared to 24 percent last year. Um, so I think we're doing better still on balance. Um, and then I didn't have time to do the league standings, but I did do the overall standings in the main. And at that point, Rob Cramutola was still first. Um, he's like 250 points clear of second place. Ben Tidd, uh, very impressive job by Bob so far, um, and uh, we have Ned Donahue, 3rd we He's got three teams in the top 20. Um, Scott Genstad still holding in fourth. He's been in the top five for a long time. And Bob Katsarumpas, who's in your league, he's back in fifth, but still outstanding work by him. Um, and Steve Weimer has eighth and ninth. So he's, he's having a fantastic season. Mm-hmm. Um, and who else can we mention? Jeff Erickson in 17th. Um, we have, uh, I did want to mention Robert Mershack, Ian Kahn's duo They're in, um, are in 13th and David Bone, who, um, who, who, who let me know that he has a, a partner. Yep. And, and, uh, so I should, I should shout them out when I just, I just look up the partner's name because I didn't even know that that was the case. Um, let's see.
1: Yeah, a lot of lot of solid players out there, Todd. So a lot of repeat guys. Uh and you know, just have multiple teams up there. It's pretty impressive. Right, it's it's right, always right. uh I'm always wowed by um, you know, and take a dive into their teams too. It's just um they're not all built the same. It's not like they took the right. same players. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Alex
0: Thistlewood. Alex Thistlewood is the co-manager for David. Yep. And so they're doing a great job. Yeah, I mean, uh I, unlike fantasy football. And I, you know, I do like fantasy football, but it seems like you got to have certain guys like Cooper cup last year was, you know, league winner across the board and you have to have them Whereas there's a lot of ways to win uh, in fantasy baseball over the course of a long season. So all these guys I'm sure have done it differently. Um, And uh, they're not guaranteed anything, but, it's great to be in the top 20 uh, in mid-August, that's for sure.
1: Yep. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So that's all I had for you today. I mean, uh, I don't know if you had any other topics you wanted to bring up.
1: No, I think that's pretty good. Um, who else did you scoop up this week? That uh, Any other guys that you uh, picked up in FAB that we didn't talk about yet?
0: Let me take a quick look for you. I scooped up
1: in, um let's see, a main one. I picked up uh, Carl Edwards Jr., like I said. I dropped Big Lou Trevino. Um, uh-huh. Picked up Bubba Thompson. Um, okay. Yep, yep. Dropped Ben Gamble. I uh, dropped Cutter Crawford. Just had his matchups in the next couple of weeks are just so brutal. Uh, I picked up CJ Abram from him, and I dropped Jaron Duran, who's just been bad, and I think he's going to yeah. lose some playing time. he and, should. Uh, he should. He should. And uh, I picked up Sam Haggerty because he's uh just really hitting really well. He's playing almost every yeah. day now. And uh, yeah, I need a little shot in the arm and steel that you can't tell from. uh yeah, sure, It's sure. just so bunched up. There's like so many points that can be had. So just trying to take my best shot with it and see if I could make a dent yeah, in yeah. it. In my other league, I just picked up Carl Edwards Jr. And um, Rugnet Odor for a buck, trying to get some, uh, need some power and trying to steal some from a good week from Odor. Um, and let's see, my other fifteen team league is an auction league. I picked up J.P. Sears. I got Margot in that league, um, so um, that's, that's it. Good. It was a uh, little uh, Jose Quintana in my OC for the for the two uh, the two start another J.P. Sears and uh, my other two OCs uh, along with um, Mr. Manessas and uh, Juice Myrie. Okay, that's,
0: that's, that's a good group. group. Um, the two mains I have with James, uh, Lamont Wade and Isaac, per- Isaac Paredes, uh, plus Tapera and Massey in the first one, all 10 and lower. Uh, CJ Abrams in the second one, 51, as you mentioned, Tapera and uh, Emmanuel Rivera uh, we picked up in the other one. So, And then one league uh, was a 15 teamer, I picked up Kershaw, uh, who was dropped. For eleven dollars, uh, do you think he's out for the rest of the regular season, or, or do you think he might come back?
1: I don't know. They they usually keep all of his injured stuff under so much uh yeah wrap, but I would say it's not necessary, you know.
0: Right, right. They might just save him for the playoffs or pitch him like two or three innings. But yeah, I, I, mean, I could just hold. Him, I could just hold him for two weeks, and if they're not going to pitch him
1: definitely uh, i i think you'll know for sure a little more um right in a couple of weeks but it's we still might not know i mean bueller's out for the season so but right. i think they'll be i i don't think they'll have a problem being aggressive with not only Peppio but bobby miller who just got promoted i think the triple a and another one of their pitchers i think gavin stone they have just tons of Tons There's of talent so to bring guys. up. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dustin yep. May is coming back.
1: Du- yep, Dustin May, who I mean, I think for anyone who's got money left, he's right. a- gonna be another, you know, he'll probably be a hot hundred dollar bid if they, you know, right. yep, yep. Um, because he showed it last year, he was breaking that mold of, um, he's not a strikeout pitcher and was definitely striking out more than usual. We don't know if that was just like a really small sample run that he had before he got hurt but he you know was pitching like that and I think the velo uh, reportedly in the minors is pretty high he looks good
0: yeah yeah so i think he will if he pitches this week and he's available on sunday then i think you're going to see you know the last big bids across the board in the main mm-hmm. uh, for people so we'll see if that comes out if he pitches sunday then you got a week another week yep um, but,
1: absolutely uh, but uh, all right, Todd. Well done. Good to have you thank back. You. And thank uh,
0: you
1: you're still you still here. You still got a job.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm glad that Jeff and Jenny didn't take over. And thank God Tanner Bell was busy. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> we're gonna get busy tomorrow night, Todd. We're gonna be drafting.
0: Oh yeah. Jeff Good at... luck with that. Uh, James is James is all psyched. He's, he'll be prepared if I know James.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean. I feel like everyone's prepared right now, but me. So I have to take some time tonight and really, like, I don't know. I don't know what I've been doing. I've been (laughs) haven't been putting a list together. That's for sure. I just been. uh, I almost want to like go more like uh, gut than 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 anything, you know. Um, But I know like plenty of people in my league will be doing way more than gut.
0: I'm sure, yeah.
1: Steve Steve Weimer. I can't even imagine what he did to put together a list. And
0: yeah, yeah, he's—I'm sure he's completely prepared. But my suggestion for you would be: as long as you can have a list where you can see all the names that Mm -hmm. are like under consideration in the top six rounds, I think you'll be fine. I don't think you need to have like an ordered list of everything. But as long as you don't like aren't forgetting guys, and you have a good list of the first baseman, second baseman, whatever. Then I think you'll be you'll be fine and you'll pick the uh the right guys for you, but um, I think it's really hard at this point to say this guy is the number seven guy overall you know i mean geez, that's that's tough even in march
1: <laughs> uh yeah, I know it's interesting i'm 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 picking uh eighth, eighth. And, okay. um let's see uh, i i I don't know who's gonna end up n- where I pick but um I have a feeling it might be a met.
0: <laughs> oh no. Oh no. What oh, about yeah. that? what what number does James have? What number draft slot?
1: Um I believe he picks at the end maybe 11ish. Um 11 okay. Let's see. Okay. Let me bring this up real quick so I can give you an accurate uh let's see. It's called so the meatballs. It's called the up. meatballs are us. Um
0: draft <laughs> I'm sure people uh, are riveted by this uh, part of the podcast.
1: Jason DuPont got first pick. Um, Steve Weimer has second.
0: Second.
1: Jake, Jake Hausker has third. Okay. Dan Kenyon has fourth.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Bubba has fifth.
0: Bubba fifth.
1: Ryan Bloomfield sixth. Okay. Michael Mager seventh. I have eighth. Jenny Butler ninth. Brian Slack tenth. James Anderson eleventh. Ryan Venancio twelfth. Ryan Roof thirteenth. Zach Waxman, 14, and John Fish, 15.
0: Whoa, what a group.
1: That's some group, right?
0: Some group. I I lost friends,
1: too, this week, Todd, for people who uh, reached out and said, I'm disappointed I didn't get invited into this draft. And I said, listen, it's only 14 (laughs) people that can make it.
0: Yeah, really. Uh, Really? I, Really?
1: uh, I mean, you guys can do the same thing. You know, that's what I said.
0: Yeah, sure. It doesn't require Rob D
1: You're you're welcome to do something similar if you'd like.
0: Exactly. <laughs> like I don't know. That's, you know a de- that's a league of death though.
1: Yeah, it is. It 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 is. It is.
0: If you finish if you finish seventh or better, I'll be uh, impressed with
1: you. Oh man, is this a bet now? All right. I'm sure there's gonna be I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of betting on on the right, well, on the I'll pod tomorrow you, I- night.
0: I will buy, I'll buy you beer if you finish seventh or better and you don't have to buy me anything if you finish eighth or worse. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. I got it. I got it. I could do it. I think I could do it.
0: Um, You think you could do it? Okay. It's not, not going to be an easy league though.
1: No, no, definitely not. Definitely not, Todd. I'm not a. But it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to draft. It's going to be fun to, you know, we have a group chat going and it's, uh, it's already, um, it's already worth it. All right. All sure. right good. Yeah. Hi, right, Todd. Good to have you back. And, um,
0: Thank
1: you. um, anyone who wants to follow Todd's work, spstreamer.com only be through the end of the year. Right, Todd.
0: Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, so SP Streamer is uh, is going to go away sadly, but, uh, um, but yeah, I'll be continuing to write the articles, and and uh, I'm at Telstar Seven. If people want to reach out on Twitter,
1: do we have to throw a retirement party for, for Michael?
0: <laughs> I think something, maybe a Zoom party. I don't know.
1: He deserves a lot, you know. Yeah,
0: no, he, he does. Did,
1: he did a great job. He's he's one of the hardest working guys I know. He worked yeah. too hard, and I think that's yeah. that's what happened. I think he worked too hard for his own good, and he's he it lost. It lost, he lost it somewhere, like the fun, and he just drove him. You know, there's other things in life that he felt was more comfortable. He wanted to
0: make it perfect, and it's really hard to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. But he, um, what he's done in this small amount of time is is pretty amazing. And I just think that's a huge testament to the kind of person Mike is, you know. So
0: he's a great guy. Mike, if you did
1: listen to this podcast and you made it here, you know, we love you and you're the best. And, um,
0: yeah, great guy.
1: We hope uh, we hope to still catch you around in these in these uh, in these woods here. But um, <laughs> all, right. all right, Todd. I'll, thank you, uh,
0: Rob. Talk to yeah. you next week.
1: Okay, bye. All righty, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Hater Podcast. Um, thank you for everyone who checked in with me and left a rating a review, or just told me about how much they enjoyed the show and how much it's helped them through the last couple of years, especially this season. So appreciate that. Means a lot means uh more than a lot it means everything so um keep doing that if you can it makes me feel a lot better about myself <laughs> and not doesn't make me feel like a big bag of shit which is uh always helpful in these in these days so um yeah keep doing your thing everyone and uh wish you luck in this final stretch of fantasy baseball